Okay. So, like I promised uh, last week, Shem, I'd like to devote the um, the coming, I'd say, three shurim to background on piyutim. Okay, background on piyutim, because um, uh, people asked, uh, Ellie asked, and other people asked, you know, like. What sense does it make? Why, why are we doing this? How did this originate? Etc. Etc. So I think that um, after hearing these three shiurim, which aren't really shiurim, they're really lectures because they're talking about piyutim, and we're not going to learn piyutim. So we're learning about Torah, but we're not learning Torah. Okay. So we have to make that very very important distinction. However. At some level or other, it is important to at least have some kind of structure, some kind of context um, in which to place the piyutim, in which to understand them, so that they'll help us understand in the future why we're doing what we're doing. Okay? So, um, I, 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 I like to begin this by um, an interesting word that I heard and I couldn't verify but it's interesting anyhow. Uh, one man, I don't know who it was, asked Rabbi Shabbat Fall Hirsch itself, what's the Jewish catechism? Okay? Christians have a catechism. They have a list of beliefs that they have. Okay? That's their catechism. It's a prayer, and they say it over and over again. Okay? And what is the Jewish catechism? Huh? Not really, not really, because it doesn't talk about the Jewish history, and it doesn't, doesn't talk about uh, a, a lot of other things. So Rav Hirsch pulled out a sitter, and he said, this is the Jewish catechism. I never, I've never seen it in any of Rav Hirsch's writings, admittedly, but I have seen it written, and um, it's, it's interesting for what it's worth. So the question would be, why is the Siddur the Jewish Catechism? And the answer, in my opinion, is that the Siddur contains pretty much everything that every idea, every ideological framework that there is to have in Yiddishkeit. Okay? It doesn't mean that it contains everything. Obviously, the Siddur doesn't contain everything. The Siddur is not a Shukhanarch. But what the Siddur is, it contains theology, for example. How do we relate to our Kaddish Baruch Hu? And Animamin is in the Siddur. Okay? We do recite Animamin. We also say Yigdal all the time. Okay? So Yigdal is a, is, is a poetic uh, construction of Animamin. But uh, it does include theology. How do we relate to our Kaddish Baruch Hu? Very important. Okay, uh, and one of the most important ideas in that, one of the po- most important, um, uh, um, okay, ideas in that, idea, ideologies in that, is the relationship between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is what we call transcendent. He's high, he's on high, he's very distant from us, and at the same time, he's imminent, he's very close to us, Okay. And that idea is expressed in every single bracha. Every single bracha that we make, 
that idea is expressed. That um, uh, that that um, uh, uh, idea that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is both imminent and transcendent. Okay, how so? Because we say Baruch Ato Hashem, right? Baruch Ato. We're referring to Hakadosh Baruch Hu in the second person. You look like Hakadosh Baruch Hu is standing right in front of us. That means he's imminent. Okay. I-M-A-N-E-N-T, not I-M-M-I-N-E-N-T, I-M-A-N-E-N-T, okay? That means he's right in front of us, he's right here, okay? He's listening to us, he's paying attention to us, he knows what we're doing, and he cares about what we're doing, and if we do things properly, then he will reward us, and if he doesn't, and if we don't, then he'll give us punishments, okay? But we know that he really cares about what we're doing, and it's important to him, Okay, and that he loves us enough to pay attention to us. Okay, because if you don't love somebody, frank, frankly, you don't care what they're doing, right? Person will tell you, I'm doing this, fine, go ahead. You want to do this? Go ahead, suit yourself, you know, knock yourself out, right? But if you really care about somebody, then you would say, Hey, listen, I don't know if you're doing the right thing. Okay, here's what I think would be a better. Uh, a better procedure to follow, a better course to follow, okay, <clears throat> etc., etc. So, um, in the bracha we say Baruch right, and then we switch, we switch. Asher on the One of the first brachas we say every single day. Asher It's the third person who sanctified us with his mitzvahs, right? What do you mean? Asher kidashtanu b'mitzvosecha. Which we should say. Right? And we do say that sometimes on Anyantav. Atavachatanu kidashtanu b'mitzvosecha. Right? But this is a switch. It's a switch from the second person to the third person. Suddenly HaKadosh Baruch Hu is no longer imminent. Suddenly HaKadosh Baruch Hu is transcendent. Suddenly HaKadosh Baruch Hu is distant from us. Asher kidashtanu. We refer to him as a he. Something that's not right now in this room? And the answer is, yes, it's both. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is both imminent and transcendent. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is both very, very close to us and very holy. Okay, we say Atta Kadosh. Kadosh Kedusha means, Kedusha means precious. What does precious mean? Precious means distant. Rashi says, Kedoshim to you, Rashi explains, Kedoshim Purushim to you. You should be separated. Okay, in that context, it means something else. But the separation between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in Atokadosh, is the Kedusha. That is what Kedusha means. Kedusha means separation. He's not us. He's not our buddy. At the same time, we come to him like a child, hat in hand, and saying... Please, HaKadosh Baruch give me this little thing that I need. Give me this little thing that I need, etc., etc. I remember once when I read novels, which was many, many years ago, um, uh, uh, there was one novel at which the um, novelist was clearly poking fun at <clears throat> the chairman of the board because the chairman of the board would begin every single one of his meetings and he said, okay... Gentlemen, at the time it was all men. There were no women on any boards. Uh, that's how old I am. Uh, and, um, and he would say, Okay, gentlemen, 
down on your knees, okay? And all the gentlemen would get down on their knees and they would pray for success and success in the most direct and the most down-to-earth kind of prayer. In other words, please help us beat out the other company that's also trying to get this contract. And, uh, 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 you know, please be with us and help us out in our endeavors, right? And very, very... And when you read, when you read that, you thought that it was, it was derisive. It really was derisive. It was written in a derisive way, okay? He was making fun of that chairman of the board who was praying for these very, very temporal, very earthy, very immediate needs and desires. And you know what? We do that all the time. We do that all the time. We pray for health. We pray for money. And frankly, in Shema Kaleinu, or and certainly in in uh, in Alakain uh, Tsar, right? You can insert anything you want. The most down-to-earth prayers that you have can be inserted into Alakain Tsar in the last section of the Shmon Esrei. So Hakadosh Baruch Hu is at the same time Atakados, very distant, and we're declaring Atakados, you're far away. And at the same time, we're declaring, oh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, do me a favor, help me make some money today. Right? Like, money, come on, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's got better things to do than worry about your, your purse. No, he doesn't. He really doesn't. We believe that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is very close to us and, and, um, and worries and is concerned about our needs and fulfills our needs. Okay? Not all our needs, but some of our needs. Because sometimes he tells us, hey, guy, you don't really need this. Okay, but that's a, that's a separate that's a separate matter. That's a separate question. So, <clears throat> so in 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 uh, in in uh, in the question of imminence and uh, and transcendence, there is definitely there are definitely two poles over here, and the truth lies in both both imminent and transcendent. So that's a very important aspect of our theology and. We express it all the time. And that's very important in the sitter. Okay, if you take a look at Adon Olam, for example, Adon Olam is a piet, by the way, but we haven't gotten into that yet. But if you take a look at Adon Olam, you'll see. Okay, um, both Hakadosh Baruch Hu is very imminent and very transcendent at the same time. Okay, history. The sitter developed. There is no question about it. This sitter was not handed to Moshe Rabbeinu. On Har Sinai, okay, it was not okay. Nor was it created as we have it today by the Ancha Knesset Sagadola. It was not okay. I'll get into that as we speak during during the coming, uh, hopefully today, and as we continue during the next uh, couple of weeks. Okay, the history of the sitter very closely parallels the history of the Jewish people. Okay, the history of the Jewish people. Um, the various things that happened to the Jewish people. I'll give you a couple of examples, okay? Um, we say every morning, right, in La'olam Yehiyodam, which we don't say La'olam Yehiyodam, which La'olam Yehiyodam is an instruction, okay? But if you read the instruction, as we have it in our Siddur, and that's the original version, La'olam Yehiyodam Yerushalayim B'Seser, right? It doesn't say B'Seser of Agoli. Right? Later on, they changed it to Besesor of Agoli. Okay? But, the person should be fearful of God, 
Beseser. In secret. Why in secret? Why in secret? Right? Why in hiding? Okay? The answer is, if you look in the Beis Yosef and the tour, you will see the answer. The answer is very simple. There was a gazera during the um, during the Byzantine uh, uh, Empire, which is effectively the Roman Empire. When you, when you talk about the Roman Empire, that is the Byzantine Empire that was controlling Eretz Yisrael during that time. And they had a gazera that you should not say Krishna. Krishna may not be recited. So what they do? They recited Krishna before the policemen were able to come into the shul. Okay? Nowadays, it's, very, it's a big problem for policemen to come into the shul, um, even to monitor COVID restrictions. But in those days, it was not a problem. Uh, policemen would come into the shul, make sure they weren't saying Shema. Okay? And you know what happened? They weren't saying Shema. They skipped Shema. Because they had already said it at the beginning of Davani. As soon as they walked into the shul, Be fearful of God in secret. Why in secret? Because you can't publicize it. And that's the end of the bracha. Baruch Atah Hashem. We do say the bracha, a full bracha. Other, other people no longer say a full bracha. They, um, baruch, they, 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 they omit the name of Bakarish Baruch Hu. Okay? But we say, Baruch Atah Hashem, Mekadesh Es Shimcha Borabim. That you sanctify your name. You allow your name to be sanctified publicly. When will that happen? Like today, Baruch Hashem, we can, we can say Kriya Shema publicly. We don't have to hide it anymore. Okay? So that is Mekadosh Hashem Chabarabim. And we are able to say that. That's a reflection of Jewish history. That's a development in the center. Didn't exist before. Right? Nobody said Lola Mihayodam before. Okay? Until they had this Gezerah. They had this Gezerah. They instituted Lola Mihayodam in order that people should say Kriya Shema as soon as they walked into Shul. Okay, and by the way, the same is because uh, the same is reflected in Musaf on Shabbos. In Musaf, we say Shema Yisrael. Why? What relationship does that have to kedusha? In the kedusha of Musaf on in Shabbos Yatav, right? We say Shema Yisrael, right? You ever wonder what that's doing there? What is Shema Yisrael doing in the kedusha? Okay, Kadosh, 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 Baruch Hashem Hashem Those are three psukim which are standard in kedusha, and necessary in kedusha are part of the kedusha of a Kadosh Baruch Hu. That's how we sanctify a Kadosh Baruch Hu, like the Malachim do. Fine, very nice. What does Shema have to do there? Ever wondered what Shema is doing there? Well, you look in the Torah and you look at the Beis Yosef and you'll see the answer. Again, there was a gezera. That they shouldn't recite Shema. Some people didn't make it to the very early part of Minyan. Okay? And so they put it into Musaf, into the Kedusha. Okay? On very important days, they put it into the Kedusha. Okay? Just in order that people should, at that time, recite the Shema. Okay? So you see how the Gezerah is reflective of Jewish history. Unfortunately, Jewish history is replete with gazeros and problems and difficulties and issues okay and and um, and um, and and we see how those gazeros which we know about are reflected in the development of the sitter 
By the way, anybody ever wonder why we say Shema in the Kedusha four times on, on, on Yom Kippur? Anybody ever wonder about that? Why do we say Shema and Kedusha on Yom Kippur four times? And Yantaf we say, Shabbos and we say it only in Musaf, right? Which Chodesh we don't say it at all, right? And Choma uh, we don't say it at all, right? Hoshana uh, Rabbah they put it in. Okay, fine. I don't. I. I, I'm, I that. That's a fairly recent addition. But um, um, uh, uh, Shabbos and Yantaf we say it. Okay, why? And Yom Kippur we say it four times. Shabbos Musaf Ben Chanila, right? Why? Why do we? Why do we use that Kiddush? Huh? Not every Musaf does. 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 Not every Musaf but that's very recent. In the past, I, went, I wrote a paper on that. How, 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 and it's it's unbelievable how Kabbalah influenced our tefillah. Um, but um, but that Musahari, that that's different. That that's uh, that's very recent. Um, I'm talking about originally they, inc- they incorporated that, and the reason they incorporated that is part of history, part of Jewish history. The fact that there were two centers of learning in Judaism. There was the center in Eretz Yisrael, and we have the Talmud Yerushalmi. That produced that monumental work that was called Talmud Yerushalmi, but which was never finished. Okay, and then we have the Babylonian um, uh, uh, center, right? And that was Talmud Babli, okay, which was finished, okay, and more or less finished. But um, uh, we have Talmud Babli, and that was created by the yeshivas in Babel, the two major yeshivas in Babel. Well, there were major yeshivas in Israel as well. Okay, <coughs> and the Nusach and Eretz Yisrael was to say Shema in every tefillah, whatever they said Kedusha. Okay, I don't want to get into it now. But whenever B'nai Eretz Yisrael said Kedusha, they incorporated Shema. Why? Because of the Gzera. By the way, there's one of the Temani, mm-hmm. where they say Ba'eri Kedusha Shema, even during weekdays. Yeah. I tell them, for work, mm-hmm. yeah. And I was looking for Milka Milka and Pika. Right. There's so, so a guy standing, Milka Milka, Milka. Okay. And he starts saying Kedusha's Kesar, but Milka. Uh, Milka. That was what yeah. they were telling them. Yeah. They like the other, not Baladi, the other one, the other Temani. Yeah. Sana. Sana. Yeah. 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 But right now, I just wanted to so what did show. Shema? You said the Shema is because of the Gzera. They didn't have the Gzera. They didn't have the Gzera in Babel at all. So in that and so in Babel, they never in Babel they never said Shema in the Kedusha. They even never by, did at not, all. Not even not, by Musaf. Not even by Musaf. Nothing ever. Okay. And that's the, so why that's all they did four times? No, they didn't. They did it in every single Kedusha. So what happened? So I, I, I don't want to, you know what, I, I really don't want to get into it now. It's a good question, it's a great question. I have the answer, but I, it'll, it'll take us way out of the way. 
It's a real, it's a real detour. And I will cover it. It's a great question. And I will cover it in the context of, of Sim Shalom and Shalom Rav, in the context of Oschol Avadcha, Biyur Navod, and When we discuss that, we'll get into it. Okay? Bobal and Eretz Yisrael. Two, two competing um, 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 uh, philos, uh, Sidre philos, one in Bobal, one in Eretz Yisrael. And we'll get into that soon. And that's soon, Mishim, not, not today. For sure, not today. But, Mishim, hopefully next week. Okay? Um, the Siddur is a reflection of sociology, of Jewish sociology. Okay? And um, uh, I like to joke. The first question they ask you when you, when, when you, when you or your kid wants to do Shidduchim, which shul do they daven in? Right? Because that shows which sociological group you, you, you belong to. And there's nothing wrong with the question. It's a sociological question. And, and shul is called Beis HaKneses. It's a place where Jews gather. Okay? So it's a gathering place for Jews. And the Siddur is a reflection of that. The Siddur is a reflection of the gathering of Jews and the fact that Jews who come from a certain place pray and daven in a very like-minded way. Okay? And people come from different places, daven in other ways. Okay? And that is reflective in the Siddur, and it's reflective of our goals that we Jews have been dispersed, and therefore, as a result of that, different men have been crept up in different places, and that is reflected in the Siddur. Not in one Siddur, but in all the Siddur that we have. Okay? Um, I also like to say that art, Jewish art, is part of, of the Siddur. How so? Because if you... All, Jewish art is focused on either the base Knesses or on the Siddur, primarily on the Siddur, okay? In other words, you see that illuminated manuscripts, they're all Sidurim, Hagados, Megillos, whatever they were, they were um, uh, 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 Sforim that were used very, very extensively by Jewish people, and they are, uh, they were a very primary expression of Jewish people's art, okay? So they would, they would actually decorate, they would actually decorate the shuls. And we have, as we open up, the, as, we, uh, as archaeologists find more and more ancient shuls, we find more and more beautiful mosaics and all kinds of decorative art that was used in, in shuls. Why? That's part, that, that was part of the way B'nai Yisrael tried to beautify and glorify their tefillos by having art to remember various scenes in the in 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 the in, in the in the Torah in the Tanakh and even in Midrashim, by the way, a lot of scenes in Midrashim are 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 reflected in the in 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 the art, which aren't necessarily specifically directly in the Torah or in Tanakh. Okay, um, don't want to get into it now. But music, for example, most music was based around the sitter. Most music was based around the sitter. The fact that we have today <coughs> all kinds of Music, that's a new development. That's a really new development. My father, Michelle, told me that we, when, when, he was, um, when he was a kid, I asked him, what did they sing at the Hasana when you were a kid? So I asked my father, Michelle, okay? Okay, he was born in 1915. I said to him, what did they sing? It was a yeshiva guy, right? 
he went to YU. He's a yeshiva, mama's a yeshiva guy. And I said, I said to him, well, what did they sing at the Kasnas? Oh, we used to sing Avinu Avarachman. And we, they had a list of three or four songs. That was it. That was it. That's all they had, right? And now, the Hasidim developed a very, very, very extensive musical liturgy. That's true. Also, all based around the Siddur. Okay? And it's in the Siddur, in the davening, that most of the singing was done. Most of the music that we have is focused on the davening. So you see, so many aspects of Yiddishkeit, of being Jewish, are reflected in the Siddur. And Rav Hirsch was right. The catechism, if you took a look at the catechism of Jews, catechism of the Jews is the Siddur. Tells us pretty much, if you learn the Siddur and you learn it properly, you learn pretty much everything what you want to know about being Jewish. Okay? And that's why the Siddur is so, so, so important. So, the question is, um, uh, how did tefillah originate? So, we look in the Torah, and we find that the tefillah, tefillah was for specific events. Any examples? Moshe Darwin. Huh? When you, when you look, when you open up the Torah and you look for tefillos, Moshe right? Davin that he should be going to Eretz Yisrael, like Davin for specific cause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Davin that the Jews should be saved from the eagle. Like Davin for, yeah. for, 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 for Miriam. For Miriam. That's exactly what I'm saying. Have, <clears throat> but we don't have any general tefillos that we say, that we say, um, that, that are still said today, or any general the tefillos general in the Torah. General Chilas were done just the same dollar. No, no, before that. General? Yeah. I'm checking this out. Just solidified what they should be saying roughly. Well, well. The general? No, no, no. I'm saying. General Tfilos means a Tfilo which is multi purpose. A Tfilo that you could use now, a Tfilo that I can use tomorrow, a Tfilo that I can use the next day and the next day. Okay, a, tefillah, a, a, a generic tefillah that I can use all the time. Okay, a formulaic tefillah, as it were. Okay, a tefillah which is a formula. Do you mean like okay? avinenu, or do you mean like even like avinenu, or like anything? Or, right. Or, or, I'll give you an example. The first, the first, the first. Okay. In the Torah, all the tefillos that are specifically recorded in the Torah and in the Tanakh. All of them, every single one of them, okay, is for a specific purpose, okay? It's focused on a specific purpose. It's not, in the Torah and the Tanakh, it's not focused on in general, okay? Till you get to Daniel. In Daniel, we have recorded a lot of tefillos, okay? Okay? Right? All those tefillos are general tefillos. In Daniel, and Daniel was recorded to be the first, the first one who actually, we know the recorded, he said, So Daniel davened Mincha, okay? And, um, 
Okay, he was perhaps, perhaps, perhaps the first one of the Aftikin that said Dola if, okay? There's no record, there's no record of the fact that Daniel actually made a Teres Yisrael. There is no record at all, okay? Because he was in the time of Daryavesh, and it's not very clear that he actually made it in Teres Yisrael, okay? Mordechai did. I mean, there are Midrashim, first of all, about Mordechai. Mordechai Bilshon was listed as one of the Antichrist and there's a Gemara Menachas that talks about Mordechai being very um, active much, much later, okay? When he taught them how to get from um, uh, oil and, 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 uh, and flour, where did he get it from? Um, uh, but, um, so that's Mordechai. But, so, yeah, but Mordechai... Um, maybe he was younger than Daniel. I'm not sure. Maybe he outlasted him. Ezra Sofer is a contemporary of Daniel. I'm sorry? Ezra Sofer is a contemporary of Daniel. Ezra was. That's okay. correct. And there's no, there's no, there's nobody uh, argues that he was a, from the actual. Oh, one. Ezra was. Ezra, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Ezra so, was among so, the first one. Right, so right, is, right. But we don't have a record of Daniel actually being in there. Yeah, but it's that Kufa. So even, even if, let's assume it was not, mm-hmm. if this is the Kufa, which is, they are the ones who put the structure of a generic film. Right, right. And so that's what I'm saying that the generic tefillah, knows a general tefillah which is appropriate for a wide variety of occasions, right, was only instituted by the Anshakinah Sagdola. Okay? During the time of the first place of Mikdash, okay, people had a daven. People had the daven. The Mr. Say Doraisa to daven, says the Rambam. Okay? Ramban disagrees, but the Rambam says that it says they Doraisa to daven at least once a day. What did they say when they davened? Okay? When what they, they said? Say, when did they say What's that? What's that? Oh, that's Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's praise. That's not prayer. Yeah, that's that's praise. That was the that was yeah. the end of the brochos. The they were saying the brochos of because they ended then there was a Mishnah Rabbah Aminim. They say they say in the middle of 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 the Tilam, right? Mizmoshili Yom Shabbos was made up by Aram Rishon. Okay? What does that mean? Aram Rishon made up Mizmoshili Yom Shabbos. He created um, that Mizmor that we have until today. And, um, and Aram Rishon and others created Mizmorim of Hallel and Shevach. Praise for our Kurdish broker that they did. There was plenty of that. Okay? The Gemara in Psachim talks about. Um, uh, um, ask, ask a simple question. One second. B'nai Yisrael shechted carbon Pesach for years and years, right? And they, they, uh, they, they took their lulav for years and years in the base of Mikdash, or, or at least Mikdash, Mishkan Shiloh, right? 
How did they do that without saying halal? They had to say halal. Okay? And so, some people say, some, some, some of the Tanoim say, that Taka, the halal was created earlier, and it just put into Tehillim. Dovr incorporated halal into Tehillim. Others say, no, no. They just said general shiros v'sishbochos that they had composed at that time. Okay? And they composed the shiros v'sishbochos in honor of that particular time, but they were general shiros v'sishbochos ta'akadosh baruchu, similar to Mishmosh Eliyam HaShabbos, that could still be used today, right? That still has relevance today, or Hallel, which has relevance today. And finally, Dovr HaMelech took a lot of ideas from what was happening earlier, incorporated it into um, uh, into Hallel, and created the Hallel as we have it today. Those kapitlach tehillim that we have, which are, which represent the Hallel that we have today. Okay, that's what Dovr Hamelach did. Okay, so um, uh, so Hallel is really. I just want to give you a little preview of what I'm going to say. Hallel is kind of a microcosm of the way tefillah developed. Initially, initially people would say shiros v'sishpachos as they felt. In other words, they were an expression of some kind of internal happiness, an internal closeness to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which was so powerful that they were able to express it in this beautiful poetry. And we have remnants of that. We have Bnei Korach, Asaf, Haman, Yedusun, all those people who preceded David HaMelech, right? And they, were, they had very, very powerful Mizmori Tehillim, which David HaMelech incorporated into Tehillim, okay? And, uh, and of course, out of Marishan and others, the Rashi lists uh, at the beginning of Tehillim, Rashi lists 10 Zikanim who created Tehillim, okay? And they had the ability to make those very, very powerful expressions of closeness to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, love for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and extolling HaKadosh Baruch Hu, okay? Moshe um, Rabbeinu did it. Hokel HaGadol HaGivar V'Hanora, right? He did it, okay? Etc., etc. So this is, Hallel was very general. People were able to express themselves in a way that they knew how to, okay? Afterwards, David HaMelech came along and he said, okay, this is not going to be a free-for-all anymore. From now on, we're going to have Hallel as a set, set of Mizmorim, okay? Which we know that they recited Hallel during the time when they shechted the carbon Pesach, right? And also when they ate the carbon Pesach, right? It says that during the time of Sancherev, Sancherev was besieging the city, threatening to, to destroy Yerushalayim the next day, and Bnei Yisrael were just, that's just fine. We have Karben Pesach to do, okay? And they were saying Hallel at the time when they were concerned and afraid for their lives, okay? But they were saying Hallel. They, were, they, they said Hallel. Which Hallel? The Hallel that we have today. The same Mizmori Tehillim that we have today, okay? According to most Tanoim, okay? And, um, and that's what was recited. Also was recited at the time when they took the Lulav. Okay, the Gemara tells us how do you take the lulav? What do you do? When when do you when do you shake the lulav? Okay, miss it to shake the lulav. That's true. When do you shake the lulav? During halal. Okay, during halal. And Chachamim <clears throat> added brachos before and after the halal. They did. 
They added brachos before and after the halal. So they, they made the halal into a formula. Initially, it was, kind of, it was kind of a free-for-all because people were able to express themselves. Okay? During that time, um, uh, uh, people were able, able to express themselves. The, um, the, the Rambam at the beginning, at the Rambam at the beginning of Hilchas Tefillah, talks about why the tefillos became more standardized. And I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit. Okay? And the Rambam gives two reasons. First of all, people became distant from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Okay? Even at the beginning of the second base of Mikdash already, people were more distant from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They, weren't as, they didn't feel that same closeness to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that you can feel in the first base of Mikdash. Also because the Shekhinah was not present in the second base of Mikdash in the same way as it was present in the first base of Mikdash. Okay? So, therefore, people were more distant from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore people were not able to express themselves as eloquently as they were able to in the first place of Mikdash, and therefore they had to make formulas for the Tfilos. In other words, this is how you're supposed to daven. Okay? And secondly, people had difficulty expressing themselves in Hebrew. Okay? Hebrew was, Hebrew was not anymore the very, very current language that was used, okay? All right? Hebrew was not the current language that was used. More Aramaic was used, okay? As we see in Doniel and Sefer Ezra, and even, well, not so much in Sefer Malachim, because that was for a certain communication, or parts of Yom Yahu, that Aramaic was used. Aramaic was very prevalent, okay? And, and, um, and they used that language as opposed to Lashon HaKodesh, Okay? But, ideally, you're supposed to daven in Lashon HaKodesh. And people were no longer capable of creating tefillos in Lashon HaKodesh. So therefore, the tefillos became more and more formularized. Okay? Became more formal and had, um, had very, very definite structures. Okay? So, um, uh, yeah. So, what happened was... Um, okay. We see by Daniel. Daniel was the first one who we have a record of, who wrote to Philos and said to Philos that are able to be used and are used to this this day. To this day, the Philos that are recorded in Daniel are used. We say them tomorrow morning. We're going to say them, right? Uh, yeah, a lot of Urachim, big chunks of Urachim taken right out of Daniel. Okay. So he was the first one who actually created tefillos that are able to be used on a general, consistent, multi-purpose basis. Okay? That was Daniel. That's what he was able to do. Okay? So, um, uh, comes the Anche Knesset Agdol at the very, very beginning, the earliest part of, of, the, uh, of the second base of Mekdash. And um, Anche Knesset Agdol were 120 Rabbonim. They changed, in other words, there weren't the same 120 people, because it was over a period, a rather long period of time, okay, more than 100 years that the Anche Knesset were there, okay, and um, those Anche Knesset 120 members of the Anche Knesset they, they, um, they gave us certain instructions on tefillah, that's what they did, they gave us certain instructions on tefillah, they said, look here, you gotta say Krishna twice a day. That's for sure. That's in the Torah. Okay? 
Okay? When you lie down to go to sleep and when you wake up. Okay? And the uh, we know that when you lie down to go to sleep means at the time when people generally prepare for sleeping, which is in the evening. Okay? And in the morning. And we, we know in the morning when you have to say Kriyashma. And there were certain tefillos, okay, which they had to say at the time of Krishna. Why? Because why do we add Parshas Tzitzis onto Krishna? Okay? Krishna is very simple. Right? It says so in Shema and it says so in Shema. Fine. No problem. Right? Pashtun is only the first Pasuk. What? Pashtun is only the first Pasuk. Shema. Yeah. I, right. You're right. But, but, but it says, the Bishak Kumeka refers to that. Refers to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. No question. No, no disagreement. And the third Pasuk is just because of. Because of? It's Yes, Very good. It's Yes, Mitzrayim. The Chachamim were afraid that the person would say, and not pay attention to what they're saying. So therefore the Chachamim instituted, after Shema, a more lengthy description of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim g'alto Hashem Elokeinu v'esavente p'tisanu, kol b'chareim arogto v'chor ha'galto, v'yamsuf p'kata, those... Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, Makas Pachoros, Kriyas Yamsuf. These are the important aspects of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. That's how you're supposed to remember Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. No, it's not enough anymore to remember, oh yeah, we came out of Egypt. Yeah, okay, fine. No, 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 no. You have to remember certain specific events that happened. And that's Midol Raisa. Okay? The, the, what? The Raisa is Yotsu with the Pasuk. Midol Raisa is Yotsu with the Pasuk, but it says Emes Raisa, doesn't it? Morning brachas. MSV Yatsiv Okay, take my word for it. MSV Yatsiv Doraisa. Look it up. Look it up. MSV Yatsiv in the fourth parak. Yeah. MSV Yatsiv Doraisa. In other words, what does Doraisa mean? Means Oraisa must, when you're thinking about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and Yeshem Lokechem, Asher Hotseisi Eschem Me'eretz Mitzrayim, you're supposed to think about those aspects of leaving Mitzrayim specifically and concretely. Okay? Not in general, oh yeah, we were, we were slaves and HaKadosh Baruch Hu freed us. No, no, no. We were slaves. HaKadosh <coughs> Baruch Hu freed us. He killed all the Bechorim of Mitzrayim. And he split the Yamsa for us when, when we were in trouble. Okay? Those are what is necessary. So what did the Chachamim do? The Chachamim said, before you go to Kriyashma, we want you to say in the morning two brachos and in the evening two brachos. Okay? The morning bracha, we want you to say thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for creating light and mention darkness. But I want you to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for creating light. And also, we want you to mention that the Malachim say Kedusha. The Malachim do say Kedusha. And we want you to thank, uh, to, re, to, to, re, to recollect that, that there is a Kedusha of the Malachim in the morning. And also, there's a second bracha, which we want you to say, 
And in that second bracha, we want you to talk about Torah, the importance of Torah, and the significance of Torah, and the fact that Torah is totally attached to us. Torah is our way of life. Torah is what what represents us as Jews. Okay? And that's what we want you to say before Shema. And after Shema, I want you to remember Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, very sp- certain very specific events. Okay? And, and once you finish that, then finish with Geula. Make a bracha on Geula. In other words, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is Geula. Right? And then we want you go, to go right into Shimon Esri. Okay? Why into Shimon Esri? And in Shimon Esri, we will want you to make 18 brochos. And here is how they are going to end. There's a subject. In the first brocha, you mention Avram Mitzvah Yaakov. That's it. Mention Avram Mitzvah Yaakov. And finish with Avram Avinu. Mogen Avram. Second bracha, I want you to pray for rain, appropriately according to the season, okay? And I want you to mention Chies Don't pray for him. Huh? I mentioned, talk about it. Yeah, talk about it. Yeah, mention rain, right. And, um, uh, and I want you to mention Chies HaMesim. Okay? That's it. And they told us, finish with Mechai HaMesim. Don't finish with Rain or Tal. Finish with Machaya Mesim. And the next bracha, I want you to say how distant HaKadosh Baruch Hu is from us. Because in the next bracha is the last bracha of the introductory brachos. And over there, I want you to say Ata Kodosh. Kodesh Baruch Hu, you're far away. Okay? And like we said before, we spoke before about that dialectic of imminence and transcendence. Over here, I want you to stress the transcendent aspect of Kodesh Baruch how distant he is from us. Okay, that's in Atta Kodesh, etc., etc. These are eighteen brachos which I want you to recite. Okay, you could say it any way you want, as long as, as long as the subject matter is in there. Okay. The subject matter is in there. In other words, you cannot say Avos without mentioning Avram and Yaakov. Okay? You cannot say the second bracha called Gavuros without mentioning Chesamesim. Okay? You cannot do it. Okay? Etc., etc. So those are the requirements of, of, um, of, uh, of, uh, of each, of, each and every bracha. Okay? That's the requirement of each and every bracha in the subject matter. And in the chasima, they gave us the chasimos. They told us, here's how you end each bracha. So they gave us a very, very, very loose and malleable skeleton for Tila. That's what the Achikines Sakdol did for us. Okay, we'll continue with the next week. Couldn't find it? I'm sure I found it here, but it's, yeah, it's, it's because, it's because, because, because before they were Masakim by Yomer. Oh yeah, and the Chorami. No, it's because instead of, oh, it's because instead of, they were Masakim by Yomer, 
in order that you should mention the Yisrael Mitzrayim. So now we do both Vayomer and Yisrael Mitzrayim. Okay, the Gemara goes through the deal. Because 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 Mitzrayim because they haven't been Mitzrayim Vayomer yet. So now yeah. that to be a bit. So but oh but but MSV Yatsu is still. Even after the second Vayomer, they continue to say Emes Why? Yeah, because you have to think about those particular so aspects of. The, you have to have that in mind when you say. If someone if someone says said the man tis because it's the same as yes. No. 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 No, if a person said, if a person, if a person just remembers, by the way, uh, because it doesn't have to be prepared. It seems Mr. Trump does not have to be prepared, okay? It seems Mr. Trump does not, Zahiras, it seems Mr. Trump is not required to prepare, okay? You have to remember. What do you have to remember? You have to remember God took us out of Mitzrayim, and as he took us out of Mitzrayim, he killed all the Bechorim Mitzrayim, and he saved the Bechorim Yisrael. And at the same, when he, when he, after he took us out, we encountered a, a, a yam, and a guy's brother split the yam for us. That those are the two major aspects of zchiras yitzias mitzrayim. Hundred percent, hundred percent. If I remember correctly, in the shul pass, that if someone says a man tiskas yitzias mitzrayim, the pasuk tiskas. Right, but but he's not. You'll see the mitzvah yitzias. Zechiros Yitzias Mitzrayim. No, you have you have to you have to you have to have a. That's what it says. I mean, she has a No, the Rambam brings it down as 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 a, as a no no not so. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Within the Dean over there in the Gemara Brachas, you're right. You're right. But now that we have it, we have both Shema and Emes right? The reason why we have both Shema and Emes is in order to. Reinforce in us the idea that those are the necessary elements of security strength. Okay, maybe maybe a person is yotze if he just remembers that we were slaves in Egypt and a college broker took us out. Perhaps I don't I, I I don't think so. It doesn't seem that way from the Ramban. It doesn't seem that way from the Ramban. Okay, but certainly certainly the chiyum lachatchila. Is definitely to remember those aspects of uh, of Yitzchak Mitzrayim. That's for sure. That's that. That's what. What do you have to remember about Yitzchak Mitzrayim? Marcus, you don't have to remember Dom Akinim. You don't have to remember that. Okay. Uh, you don't have to remember how Moshe Rabbeinu came and how Moshe Rabbeinu um, wanted to um, uh, wanted or didn't want to, to to be the Navi. All that you don't have to remember. Okay. That you have to remember Pesach night. You don't have to remember it on. Uh, Oh no, you have to remember all the Nisim. Oh, you have to remember all the Nisim. You have to retell all the Nisim. By Maggot. Maggot, yeah. Yeah. Not by Kishma. No, I'm sorry. That's exactly what I said. No, no. no. It's exactly what I said. The thing that the that the Tzitz Mitzrayim includes also the Makkah, the Tzitz Yamsu Makkah's Bechoros. I don't. As far as I'm concerned, that's not the daily, the daily twice a day, the Tzitz Mitzrayim. Absolutely. That's why. That's why. That's why they incorporated it 
into both MSV Yatsiv and MSV Muna. That's why it was incorporated. Hmm? By, yeah. by the way, now it's mine, it's mine boggling. Before, until Ezra. Yeah. And people had uh, their stores open. There was a regular, Shabbos was a regular business day. No what? Shabbos Mashman was a regular business day. Um, so Ezra said, no, who answered Mass of Mashman on Shabbos. Today, oh, one second, one second. No, no, no. He Whoa. kicked out the people who were trading in the Azova. They were trading in the Azova on Shabbos. I, I, I'm, I'm aware of that. Okay, that's not so. That is not so. It's not so. You have to read the Ramban on Pashas Emor, Yelachem Shabbosom, on Rosh Hashanah. In Pashas Emor, when the Torah says, Yelachem Shabboson. The Ramban has a very, very long section over there. You gotta read it, okay? Because, because the Isser, uh, okay, Shabbos was meant to be a day of rest, period. Shabbos was meant to be a day of rest. And there was never any contemplation of anybody doing work on Shabbos, going to work on Shabbos, okay? When things degenerated and people began to go into work on Shabbos, okay? Then, then, oh yeah, very clear. It was only at that time that they started instituting Xeris Rabbonon against Masamat and Vishabbos. Yeah, but was not a Melocha. It's not a Melocha. I'm aware of that. It's exactly what I said. Isn't exactly what no, I said? It, it was Mutter. Isn't that exactly what I said? Isn't that exactly what I said? I said, initially, nobody went to work on Shabbos. In the time of the first place of Mikdash, people kept Shabbos. Obviously, it wasn't so well kept, because Yeshaya Novi himself says in Toshib Shabbos Rebbecho. That's not their definition of Shabbos. Correct. The definition of Shabbos. Okay? Those are the words of Yeshaya Novi. The whole comes from the Apostles. So those are the words of Yeshaya Novi. And those words were said, well, Yeshaya Novi died 150 years before the Churban Abayis, okay? Churban Abayis Risha. Okay? So those are the words of Yishayim Navi. Obviously, there was some weakness among Klai Yisrael in the way they kept Shabbos, okay? However... You call it weakness. It's the whole definition of Shabbos. Wrong. You're wrong. You're absolutely the same as ours. Chas v'shalom. Chas v'shalom. You are. It's a fact. It was mutter. It was mutter to do it. Today, someone who has a store open on Shabbos. Today, it's considered a mechal Shabbos v'chaisi, even though it's not doing any melacha. Yeah. Just the facts. What's your point? What's your point? And yet, and yet, until Ezra Sofer, it was mutal lechatchila, and it today was not is, it was mutal. There was no issue. It was there was no issue or raisa to do it because no, the no Torah did not. The, for whatever point. reason, and you look at the. I want you look. Do me a favor before we continue this, this such discussion. I want you to read the Ramban. Okay, <laughs> just read the Ramban. Just read the Ramban. Okay. By the way, another another it's thing. Easy. Another vote. So they get to, you spoke about the chasnas, which song they sang, whatever. What? Which song? Yeah, yeah. Song? So it's uh, so 
some people hear it as a counterpart the more right in Hilchus yeah in the right he do and says that there's a meaning to dance by that's appropriate to dance by by Kiddush Levona Kiyom Chasun Asbeno people say from there you see how you're supposed to dance because Kiyom Chasun Asbeno oh I got it. I am saying.